Well, hello, it's Dr. Shante Haynes with Heart Heart Truth Ministries, and it is truly my pleasure to bring you these encouraging messages. And today we want to say happy Father's Day. So let's go ahead and bow before the throne as we jump into the message. Most gracious and heavenly Father God, we bless you. We honor you for yet another opportunity to come before your throne. Thank you for being a good, good father. Thank you for always looking out and providing. Thank you for always being there, even when others may not have been. And especially for those of us whose fathers are no longer with us, we can still lean to you. So we thank you for your word today that reminds us of what your principles tell us. And we thank you, God, that you continue to walk with us and talk with us and lead us along the way. We're going to bless you for it. We're going to honor you. In Jesus' name, we do pray and give you thanks. Amen. Well, today I am going to a couple different passages, but we are in the series, Kingdom Principles for Life. And the premise behind it is the fact that the Bible is the blueprint for kingdom success. All the answers are contained within it, and there are things that we need for life. We recognize that if we follow principles, principles are set up. They are boundaries, if you would. They are ideas. They're statements. They're things that we should follow, commands, if you would. And in that, we will find rewards when we follow them. And kingdom principles, when we follow them, they're not only rewards here on this earth, but there are also rewards in heaven. So we recognize that. Today, we're going to a couple different passages of scripture. I'm going to start with Exodus, the 20th chapter and the 12th verse, as well as Proverbs chapter number three, verse nine. This is part two of Kingdom Principles for Life. And let's read Exodus, the 20th chapter, verse 12. Honor your father and mother so that you may have long life in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. King James says, honor thy father and mother so that thy days may be long. And we know, and typically our parents will tell you, hey, I brought you into this world and I will take you out. Proverbs, the third chapter and the ninth verse simply says, honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first produce of your entire harvest. We are going to honor God up front. I did want to let you know that in this second installment, the title today is Father Honor. Father Honor. So we're starting with the fact that it is Father's Day and we want to honor our fathers. But let me read from the Holman Christian Standard Version as their commentary I thought was extremely good on Exodus chapter number 20, verse 12. Now, also, this is mentioned in Matthew, the 15th chapter in the fourth verse, as well as in Deuteronomy, the fifth chapter in the 16th verse. Same thing, honor your father and mother. And yes, it is identifying for us as children and that relationship that we need to have with our parents, we need to honor them. And we were going to talk about honor today. Honor is that heavy weight that we place upon someone. We give them high respect, high, great esteem, if you would. We give them prominence or esteem because of the value that they do bring. Sometimes we don't see the value, but the value is still there. And God tells us to honor them. And the Holman Christian Standard Version, 
identifies. To honor one's parents is to give them the honor they deserve because of their God-assigned roles, whether they fulfill those roles honorably or not. Learning to submit to parental authority in the home is the training ground for learning to honor God. The promise of the promise is not an automatic reward of long life for the individual, but a testimony to the overall stability of homes, of extended families, and of a society built on a culture of respect for God's principles, which include how children relate to their parents. I thought that was important to read. And I love the fact that we honor our fathers and we're honoring our fathers today. In many instances, we do well when we talk about our mothers, but sometimes we forget that our fathers need to have high self-esteem or high esteem as well. We put them in a prominent place. So first let's talk about the father's honor, the earthly father's honor. We acknowledge them as the progenitor. They are the ones that start the family clan, if you would. They're the ones that are necessary. We see the birth coming from the mother, but we recognize that if it had not been for the father, we would not have the children. So both have to come together. Both are important parts. Both are recognized as high value. And so when God says honor both your father and your mother, it's important for us to note. Why? Because the father is the head. Remember, God is a God of order. He is not one of chaos. And he wants things to be done decently and in order. And the father is the one that is the head of all. He's the one that is ultimately responsible. He's the one that God is going to look to to say, how did it go? Did you do well? Did you do right? The mother is the helper, but the father is the one that ultimately is in authority in this instance. The family unit is a representation of how God wants us to be connected and unified together. So we acknowledge the father as head, <laughs> overall responsible. Fathers instruct us. They help us along the way. They teach us the principles that we need to know so that we can have success, that we can have a good life. It can go well with us. But in addition to that, sometimes they have to rebuke. Why? Because we don't come into this earth knowing exactly what to do and always doing things right. And even as we get older, we don't do it right either. But they are there to rebuke us, to chastise us, to bring us back in line so that we do what we should. We also recognize that the fathers love us. They care about us. They provide for us. They protect us. They do all of these wonderful things from us, for us out of love. They are our counselors when we go to them. They will give us short answers in many instances, but they will give us succinct answers in order for us to then do well. They also blessed. When we looked in the Old Testament, there is a blessing of the father that was given to the firstborn son. And that blessing was not something to take lightly or take for granted because it was going to come true. Blessing is I'm speaking well over you. And many fathers do not recognize the importance of their voice in the family, their voice to not only their wife, but their voice to their children, especially to their daughters, as well as to their sons. Their voices are important. That blessing from the father 
is important. But ultimately, it's the intimate connection that a father has with his children that makes a big difference. It makes all of those other things come in line and fall into place. You won't see him as head if you don't have this intimate relationship. You won't see him as really instructing. You would think that he was just being demonstrative and he was just trying to, to get on you and he was always demanding and commanding. Instead, you will see his instructions as well as his rebuke as love. You will see it as a blessing. You would see him as protecting. You would see him as counselor, mentor, if you would. In Luke, the 15th chapter and the 20th verse, this is the prodigal son. And if we know that story that he cast off all restraint and he goes into a far country and he sows his wild oats, for lack of a better word. And when he comes to himself, he says, I'm going to go back to my father's house because in his house, the servants eat better than I am right now. They are doing much better. My father is treating them so much better than I'm being treated right now. I'm going to go back to my father's house. And in the 20th verse, it says, when the father saw the son a long way off, he came running. He ran to him, greeted him, and gave him a hug and a kiss, if you would. He did that. And that's a representation of what our father in heaven does for us. He sees us a long way off. We have gone astray in so many different areas, but he loves us enough to make sure that he runs to us. He welcomes us. He brings us in. That's what a father does. So let me go back to the fact that he is the progenitor. He is the one that begets everything from the very beginning. God breathed into Adam the breath of life and man became a living soul. He started it all. He started the human race. He started humanity. And then he saw and understood and recognized that it was not good for me to live alone or to be alone. And so he made a helper suitable for him. He is the ultimate counselor, the ultimate understander, the one that uniquely created all of that. He did that. He is the progenitor. He is the begetter. He is the one that knows us better than we know ourselves. He's also sovereign. He sits high and he looks low. He sees around the corner. He sees over the hill. He sees us through. He knows every place we need to go. And then on top of that, in his sovereignty, he knows our uniqueness of what he's placed on the inside of us. And he says, now go and do that purpose in which I have called you because you have been created for such a time as this. Our heavenly father also instructs us. The Bible tells us in the 119th Psalm verse 105 that the word is a, his word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. We need to pay attention to the fact that when we read his word, it is God himself speaking to us. Yes, he used others to write it down, but he is speaking to us. Wow. We need to hold that in high esteem. He also rebukes us in the 119th Psalm, verse 71. It says, it was good for me that I was afflicted so that I might learn 
your decrees. It was good that you prodded me, you pushed me, you put me on the right path. It was good that I had to go through some sufferings and that I was chastised because if I was not chastised, you wouldn't think of me as a son or as a daughter. You wouldn't think of me as your child if you did not chastise me. Rebuke. But ultimately, when we come to love, the fact that God loves us abundantly, Exodus, the 34th chapter and the sixth verse, that he has a covenant type of love toward us all throughout Deuteronomy, but you can look at Deuteronomy, the seventh chapter and the ninth verse, that his love for us is unfailing. Look at the 51st Psalm. First John three and one says, how great is the love of the father that has la he has lavished on us. We are not without his love. And then in 1 John 4 and 8, it says God is love ultimately. So we, we recognize that sometimes we might not have had an earthly father that fulfilled every single item, didn't check off all the boxes, but we do have a good, good father in heaven that is perfect in all of his ways. He is perfect in all of his ways. His love never ends. His love does not fail. His love is always abounding. His love lavishes on us. His love will rebuke us so that we might have more and we might have better, that we won't settle for less. And he blesses us on top of all of that. He speaks well of us and we operate from the affirmation that our father in heaven knows exactly what we are more than capable of doing. And he puts us in the right places. And all we have to do is have that intimate communication, that connection with him. And he even gives us a vehicle to do that. And that is through prayer. Father, honor. Malachi 1, 6 says, I am your father. Where is my honor? We honor God, not just with our lips, as it says in Matthew 15 and 8, but with our hips, with our hearts. We honor him with every fiber of our being. We honor him with our, the first fruits. We honor him with our substance, with our wealth, with our property, with our sufficiency. We honor God by giving him thanks and praise. We honor him by acknowledging him in everything that we do. We honor him. We respect him. Same thing we need to do with our earthly fathers because God sent them. We respect them. We acknowledge them. We see them for who they are. So today, see God for who he is. Put him in the preeminent place that he belongs. Set him apart. Sanctify him in your heart as Lord, as King. Honor him with that. But then secondly, Honor your father, acknowledge him, your earthly father, see him for who he is and thank him for all the things that he has done. Instruction, rebuke, counseling, protection, provision, love, and blessing. Thanking him for starting it all. Let's bow. Most gracious Father, God, we thank you for strength today. 
We thank you for being a good, good father. We thank you for the fathers that you have placed in our lives, Lord, even as imperfect as they are, because no one is perfect like you. But God, for every good thing that they have done, we thank you. For every way that they have made, we thank you. For every time that they have tried, we bless you. For every grace that you have given them, God, we magnify your name. They have made it look easy when it was very difficult. They have fought battles that we did not see. They have won wars that we did not know of. And God, they continue day in and day out to try to be like you. Lord, we thank you for godly fathers. We thank you for those who step in when others step out. We thank you for those who are bonus fathers, they're stepfathers, and they're treating their children like they really should, like they're their own, oh God, like they begat them. Thank you, God, for the men that are standing up to be godly men. Thank you, Father, for those who are looking to you uh, to lead well, to instruct well, to rebuke well, to provide and protect. We thank you, oh God, for each and every one that is doing the best that they can. But ultimately, God, we thank you. We thank you for loving us through it all. We thank you for gracing us to do it all. We thank you for watching over us and protecting us and providing for us, being our Jehovah, everything that we could ever need. Thank you, Father. You said give honor where honor is due in Romans 13 and 7. We honor you. And we also honor those in our lives that you have placed. We value them now, God. And we want to show them not only just with our lip service, but also with our life. We want to show you and we want to show them how special they are. You created every single person. And because of that, we honor them as your children. So, Lord, thank you for loving us enough to instruct us to teach us the right principles. We know what it would feel like if we were not honored for the things that we have done. Help us to treat others better than we would treat ourselves. You said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. And you told us to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Help us to see ourselves through the eyes of the cross, the uniqueness in which you have created us and begat us. Help us to see you as the lover of our souls. Help us to see ourselves through the loving eyes that you have toward each and every one of us. And then let us then see others through your loving eyes as well. God, we're going to be so careful to give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory. Perfect Father. Good, good Father. Mighty in all your ways. Wonderful to all of your children. It's in Jesus' name that we do pray and give you thanks. Amen. Yeah. Well, God bless each and every one of you. Happy Father's Day to every single father. And if you are missing your father today, recognize that you have a heavenly father that will step in. 
He says he leaves no one or as an orphan, but he will take you in. Anyone has forsaken you. God is going to fill every single hole and every single void. I'm Dr. Shante Haynes with Heart to Heart Truth Ministries. Have a fantastic rest of your week. God bless. Find us online at shantahaynes.com. That's C-H-O-N-T-A-H-A-Y-N-E-S.com. We are a division of Heart to Heart Truth Ministries and Heart to Heart Truth Foundation. Donations are welcome at shantahaynes.com backslash foundation. At Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, we're helping believers live an abundant life based on God's word, standing on his promises, walking out his principles, sharing with God's people, serving as unto the Lord.